welcome to the pen in the stone i am your host alan aka sacred haiku and away we go all right and we're at episode two of the pen in the stone podcast first off i just want to say thank you to those ones who um show support for episode one now we're episode two for those who took the time last time to show support and to listen to share the post i made who are now probably listening again if you're here you are thank you for um, being there along for the ride um but mushy stuff aside again just want to say reiterating thank you thank you so much but tomorrow is october 1st which is uh Domestic Violence and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I prepared a piece. It was a random idea I had that was inspired by an event I went to. And I just want to share it with you guys as I really want to bring uh, a highlight to something of that importance of domestic violence in this instance for this piece. And not take away from breast cancer awareness at all. But just this piece is kind of goes more so towards the domestic violence side. So I hope you like it. This eerie chill of crisp fall air, filling lungs to breathe existence into the eyes that stare into the moon as God watches his children through the lens of a lunar microscope. Peeping in the window, a single soul folds prayer into silent envelopes to be sent through pearly gates' mailroom to be read. Yet as windowsills become doorsteps to Alucard, swooping in between the still murmurs of deliverance on bedside, she remains motionless to the cold idea that she is not alone, or the very fact that privacy itself has become her traitor, selling her for 32 pieces of starlight silver. But moonlight cannot pierce the shadow, an intrusion of horror stories become Hitchcock's twilight zone to give her an interview with the vampire. Consumed by this inhumane nature, her screams become lost in the labyrinth of fear and vulnerability. Strength siphoned by his stare as Alucard pins her down on her own sheets she used to feel comfort in. Now they have become stained with the smell of her humanity being at the mercy of the creature. The stench of his sweat of lust drips on the body pinned down to gluttony. Wrist held until purple midnight took place of the natural color of the skin. Hot breath replaced the sound of the clock hanging on the wall. For every tick, his head grew closer. Every tock, his grip grew tighter. For every movement of the hands on the wall and her and on her body, tears fell, holding the message, Why have you forsaken me, Father? I wanted to be held by your hands, but you have handed me off to the devil. Feeling the concentration of lip on the neck, the bite took place. Feeling the pull of womanhood being drained out of her body. Flailing legs try to regain control. No ground to stand on as she's on her back. Helpless. The deeper the fangs went, the further into purgatory she fell. Legs cramping, chest on fire, lips drying, mind lost in the Sierra, dehydrated to the, to the sun of no one can hear her beg for forgiveness. Please, what did I do to deserve this? She wakes up alone in the room, trembling in front of a mirror. Scorn memory now live for eternity, bearing the marks of something she could never explain. 
blood and veins freeze to the desire to forget the bite in the night. Mere reflection can no longer show her someone she recognizes. Becoming part of the undead, thirsting for life. Twilight novels never highlight the fifty shades of gray clouds that hover over heads, watering depression with razor blade to wrist bliss. Only now does the mirror show her intruder's real name, focusing on his eyes as a lifeless face stared back at its prey, Dracula. Or at least that's the name she told police. Only a monster like that could creep in silently to claim her body as his own. Like they would ever believe her. The Bite. So that piece, I uh, wanted to merge two, uh, I guess you could say monstrous ideas of a vampire victim and a rape victim. Um, when it comes to a vampire victim, I just fe felt like when they are attacked and preyed upon um, by this, by the, by the vampire, they are helpless. They're against something supernatural and they are pretty much become the the prey the, the the feast to that monster and that's how I feel how rape victims are they are prey and they are helpless and they become each one of them to me becomes a shallow shell of themselves hollow shell of themselves and to fight that emotions like oh I'm no longer alive in a sense or I feel I feel um, uh, I feel like I've been intruded upon and, and I have no I had no say in the matter is very mentally um, mentally detrimental so that being I just wanted to do that piece um, about it with the two comparison with Alucard and then the reflection when you flip around spells Dracula and the police not not saying not believing that Dracula or the quote unquote uh, rapist or molester uh, did the deed it's like Dracula doesn't exist vampires don't exist I was like oh we can't find this person so you're lying you know that kind of, I wanted to mix all those different things together and create that piece for it and and so that, there is actually an event um, it's called Her that happens what was happened in Henderson last year and it was Her to Higher Energy Revolving and it was hosted by, or she put together by um, Travis King and his sister. And they put together this great event. And it was it was honoring um, a woman by Keisha Valentine, who was um, harmed and paralyzed by a domestic violence attack of her own husband and her own son. Um, tried to save her and fight for her and end up getting killed in it so he took the time and put this um, this is actually the second one like I said he did another one the year before that um, he took the time to put this event together to show honor to her for being so strong and to also show um, love for her her son who would sacrifice himself for his own mother I mean any of us all of us say oh, I want to do that for my mom and my parents but when you actually get the opportunity to and display it it's it's a whole different emotion I'm sure uh, I haven't had but the pain in her eyes but also the strength in her eyes just watching her in her wheelchair and 
it, her testimony behind the story, um, it was moving. So after hearing me, after me t- talking to him about do her, him doing another her, he's actually doing another her, uh, her three in 2020. Um, I just really wanted to, I wanted to attach that that piece, the bite to Domestic Violence Awareness Month because there are so many people, men and women, honestly, who are suffering under domestic violence currently, previously, and honestly, who knows if they're walking into it right now. Um, but on a lighter note, um, like I said, go to, if you, I will let you know further when Her 3 is coming out. Um, hopefully you can make it. Um, so I'll give you an update on that when the time comes. But on a lighter note, um, so we all, like I said, October being about that, we also know October being a month of fall, leaves, coloring, changing, pumpkins, and pumpkin spice from Starbucks. And actually, I'd rather have that caramel macchiato ice, to be honest. But it being, we all know what happens in the month. We have the Halloween. Um, now I don't go trick or treating nothing like that, but that's neither here nor there. But there is a poet by the name of Spoken Watson. I mentioned you mentioned to you about him before. He actually has a well. First thing, he put out a an album called Bunny Man Bridge. He put this out a few weeks back, uh, right after I was writing uh, the bite. But he put this 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 out. I want you to check it out. <laughs> uh, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. Just put in "Bunny Man Bridge," and it'll pop up on like I said, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play. Um, it is it's amazing. He his storytelling and his wordplay with uh, merging these he, he makes you feel the piece um, just to briefly talk about it's just talking about this bridge well first of all I didn't even know this bridge existed <laughs> I looked it up looking for uh, the album I started listening to it and the bridge popped up and I was like oh it's a real bridge so that, that to me that felt even more um even more um, connection to the piece. So I listened to it and I was up at four o'clock in the morning listening to it. I listened to it later on the day and he's, it was genius. It really was genius. Um, He was talking about how the way he put these states attached to each member of the group of friends and how each one of them had different background story he briefly touched on them in the piece and he uh, latched on the this i don't know he just latched onto each one you become you get to know each character briefly um through his words so please check it out um bunny man bridge um but the reason why i wanted to bring that up is because there is something happening at the end of october that he is hosting called Night of the Living Dead Poet Society uh, at Wake Forest Coffee House uh, on October 25th. It's a pay what you want type event, but there's going to be 
I, I'm going to be there because I don't want to miss it. Because there's going to be people like D.S. Will, Sunshine, Travis King, three people who I know and appreciate and as well also um, uh, admire in their own cre- their own creative uh, way they write poetry. And there's someone else, Suzanne Crane Miller. I'm not sure who he is, who she is. I'm sorry, excuse me, who she is. But I'm told she is dope. <laughs> I'm told she's amazing. And I'm going to go out there, um, for one I know already, for different um, for different uh, acts are, are already. It's going to be an experience. Um, so I'll let you guys know about that after as well. But so you probably heard you probably heard the music at the beginning and you probably hear the music in the background right now um that is actually i actually met the man who who did this his name is mark Espinoza, and i actually met him at an event um antino's event antino arts event um there's no magic beyond words or poetry beyond words. I'm sorry. Uh, it was a mixture of poetry and magic together. And I met him there and he went up there and he had um, some beats. Um, he had a song. I'm sorry, a song he was performing. He had, I think, three or four songs. And he went up there and he, uh, I don't know, they had this lo-fi hip-hop type vibe to it. And... I was just listening to him just go in. He was talking about heartbreak and and the way, the healing of it. And I was moved. I was moved by the, the, the beat, first of all. I was moved by the melody and then his words put together. But something came over me and I had to write right on the spot. So I went and pulled my phone out. I started writing, you know, no disrespect. But I, just, I could hear him and I could hear the music and I could hear the words in my head. I just had to write something. And um, he, so afterwards, I reached out to him. We talked for a little bit. You know, he was busy and everything like that. He was selling his CDs. You know, I had to get one because I just loved uh, what he did. Um, I listened to him and, and, and I went home and basically I listened to it. But I kept in touch with him afterwards and we became cool and everything. And he I actually reached out to him if he could do some music for me and again hey Mark appreciate it man I I really love the music I really love the beats you put together Um, it it fits what I'm trying to do you know vibe length wise so thank you for that Um, if you if you want to listen more of him he is on Instagram as Sword Stories S W O R D S T O R I E S Sword Stories on uh, Instagram. Uh, he's out of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, he's out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, you can find him on SoundCloud as well. But check him out if you want to get to know more details about him, because he's also the man who made that dope logo, um, the one I had was very elementary and he was very nice about it he was like yeah you need you know it's a little this a little that a little too busy and i'm like yeah you're nice i appreciate it thank you yeah you know, yeah i appreciate him taking the time out to make that logo for me um it's it's dope it's amazing the detail behind it the time he 
took to do certain lines and he kept communicating with me as well um like what i was looking for and we just kind of like merged uh wavelengths and he created this pan the stone logo that i could never even imagine let alone even put together my skill like i said i wish i could paint and draw but he took it to a whole new level for me and so again i want to say thank you to him for that because i never would have put any of that together and with the things i just mentioned just now with actually also too just real quick uh, with that event um and tina's event um and meeting mark and then after writing that little snippet thing i wrote for during that time then went into um uh then went into the, when i wrote the bite uh and so on and so and then going to the the music to get together to getting the, the the logo put together and these various other poems i've written the last couple of weeks i've i've noticed i know it's a pattern um so I noticed that through me and Travis King's um, friendship, getting to know Antino and us building a relationship, um, getting to know Watson, us building a relationship, getting to know Mark, building a relationship, and, so, and uh, DS, and so on and so forth, all these different poets, and as getting to know them, loving their art, becoming fans of each other, um, being humbled by one another, learning and being taught by each other. Um, I noticed things, I started to notice things kind of flow in a, in, a, in, a, in a perfect wave. Um, like I said, all these, everything's, everything's coming together. Um, from getting to know Travis and, and becoming a friend, becoming close with him, and I believe my art has escalated not just because of him but because me and him we do back-to-back poems together just practicing and he also encourages me to keep on um, practicing as well and I encourage him as what to do so as what also but the people you keep around you the people who you associate with that is key or for me personally it is key to growing is key to staying on a path it's it's like opens door, doors that you never thought would be there you know i never would have thought that i'll be writing as good as i am now and i'm only i'll only imagine how i'm going to write in the future how much better he has gotten and how much how much now i see certain details you know of um different poets with how they write and the way they put things together and that's just poetry that's just the creative side of getting things out of it but really them as people genuine people in the love and support as a collective as we all have it's it's refreshing to finally it's you you don't you're not worried about you know of course we're all going to be worried about what people think about ourselves from time to time but with this example is that these people, this group, it's all positive vibes, all positive energies, and you're not feeling like you're some stick in the mud, some, some, so a waste of air, waste of energy. You know, you, you there's support. 
you know, when you put up a piece, whether you feel good about it or not, you know, they're going to give you, you know, they're going to have their, if you feel like you're falling, they're going to have their hand behind you, giving you that love. It's like, hey, we got you. And they do. And it's all, it's all just, again, I'm sorry to, sorry to keep on repeating the word positive, but it is. And I'm refreshed by it. I'm, I'm, I'm energized by it. Because so when I go to events and listen to these poets, like D.S. Wills, for example, um, that man right there. <laughs> so he was at an event. Me and Tino were there. I was performing. D.S. was performing. And Tino Art, he was there um, showing support. We were there. I mean, and Tino was... That's why I appreciate Antino. He, he's a, um, he's a student. No matter what, he he came there to show support, but also he came to learn some things as well. He came to learn and and educate himself on on, on hosting and, and events because he was putting an event, you know, in a couple like I think it was a week later, I think, or two weeks from then. But just going back to DS, this man, he he's already a, a an amazing poet, but he was about to go on stage and you know he was talking and everything uh very 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 simple very kind of um short and he's about to go on stage probably two or three acts ahead and you can kind of tell the closer and closer he got to his his um his turn the more you saw like this primal instinct in his eye a little twinkle like before a, a boxer or a ufc fire is about to go into the octagon or into the ring and this you can he's talking to himself like i don't know what he's saying but he's talking to himself whether he's trying to uh say the piece he's about to do or how he's about to start off how he's or he's getting himself psyched but i can see he's changing into someone else at that moment and the what happens is so he's next to me he's talking to himself his head is down he got his hat on the host is you know, setting up for him to come on, talking to the audience about the segue into announcing him. DS has his head down. He's in a mode. You can feel like this aura, this this heat around him. The host says his name. Introduction says his name. And DS, I see his mouth move. And he recites his name with the host. And he just goes around the side you know, steady but yet strong and firm. He gets to the mic. He walk. He says, "Hey," to the host. You know, daps him up. He walks past the mic and goes into his piece before the audience could even finish clapping. He took control. He said, "You're gonna listen to me." He he commanded the stage and he won the crowd over. He had power over the over the, the audience. And I was amazed. I was amazed by that and so for me of course he kills it he kills whole set um to three i think he had three pieces three four pieces he kills it and after that i i was educated and Tina, we both educated, like wow so for me personally i want to do exactly like that not exactly but i want to control the stage i want to control the audience through my confidence, which you can feel his confidence in what he's about to say was taking the forefront of anything else. Like he believed in his peace. And 
I was like, oh, let me take some notes real quick, you know. And Tino had a little notebook. Like I said, I appreciate this man a lot because he had a notebook and he took notes about what he was getting from the event. And I was taking mental notes what I was getting from the event. And I want to apply that to whatever performance I have from now on. So, oh man. But that, that like I said, he's going to be there at the at Wasi event in October, October 25th. Um, so it's a pay what you want event like I said and if you want to hear him along with the other amazing poets who are going to be there um, it's the it's the Wake Forest Coffee House what is it let me see let me sure let me get the actual um, information down so don't mess it up it is the Wake Forest Coffee Company in October 25th the doors open at 6.30 and it's a pay what you want event. Um, like I said, there's amazing poets that are going to be there and I can't wait. So I hope to see you guys there for it. And like I said, thank you again, Mark. Thank you, Mark, for putting this music together. Thank you for putting the logo together. I appreciate it. Hope to do other projects with you, man. Um, I actually thank you to everyone, really. Who, who's a part of the poetry community, part of my own personal family, and thank you to those who are just who I'm associated with. Because, like I said, every single day of my life, vibes do not lie. 